big action guy. He's done some of the biggest action films in the world. Um, a lot of action guys like Tom Cruise says, like, you know, uh, they do their, all their own stunts. Do you, did, you, did you ever, like, back in the day, did you do your own stunts? Of course. Really? Like, have to. barefoot across the glass and die hard and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. Really? Why, why do you discuss. need to do that? What's the purpose of that? It makes sounds, uh, no offense. For the audience. For, for, you know, for... <laughs> Yeah, for, the the audience. Rest. for the audience. <laughs> I know. Okay, but you don't do it anymore, I assume. Oh no, I still do it. I still do it. I have you're, to. Do it. You're 60 years old. I'm 60 years old. You're 60 years old. Year. I find that hard to believe that you still do your own stunts. No, I. Uh, I feel that I, I. I would let people down if I didn't do my own stunts. Okay, so. I guess you do your own stunts then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean I mean that in all due respect. I find that hard to believe that a man who spends most of his time lying down on the job these days <laughs> actually does his own stunts. And please take that with respect. I mean it with respect, but I don't believe you. Don't believe it, huh? No, I do not. Well, now you're in trouble. No, that's a problem. <laughs> Come out from behind the desk. Yeah. Hands in pockets, buddy. You want to go? It's already begun. <laughs> you look tired, Bruce. Let me get you a chair. Talking about Willis. We are I'm gluten-free, you son of a bitch. Are you not entertained? How'd you get so strong, you magnificent bastard? Yippee Kaye, William Faulkner. Bruce, Bruce, I owe an apology. Look, you clearly do your own stunts, and I'm sorry for doubting you. I gotta be honest with you, Steve. What? 
I don't do my own stunts. You son of a bitch! Oh, that one hurt. Bruce Willis, everyone. Misery's at the Broadhurst Theater through February 14th. We'll be right back. It is now my honor to welcome back to The Late Show the First Lady of the United States, Michelle Obama. Few people in Washington, D.C., and not all of them that get that kind of reception when they go someplace. <laughs> um, so you're almost done with the eight years in the White House. It's almost, we're almost out of there. How's that, how's that feel? Is it at all bittersweet, or you're like, yeah, where's yeah. the exit? No, <laughs> it's, it's definitely bittersweet. I mean, everything is like the last, you know? Um, and I find myself choking up because we have raised our kids in the White House. Um, we've had so many amazing experiences. We have a, a phenomenal staff. We live in a house with people who love us and care about us. And, you know, we're going to be walking away from all that. And have it's you had just to say to the honor. kids, like, you know, be, be prepared. The next house is not going to be like this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've actually made my kids start packing their rooms already. It's just like, get this done. Well, you know, I mean... You don't want to keep it to the last minute. Well, my thing is, if you don't pack it, I'm throwing it out. So, that's what I do. Then it ends I, up on right. eBay. Then it's on yeah, eBay. Exactly. I sell it. I, you know... Well, uh, the most important question I have to ask you is, what is Beyoncé really like? <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's so talented that I have trouble looking at her without my retinas burning out. You, you guys actually hang out like friends, you right? You shouldn't look her in the eye. No. She's a special no, person. But what's special it like to be Beyonce's Beyonce? Because she you looks know, up to you. She's a sweetheart. I mean, she's smart. She's creative. She's a great mother. She's a, she, she loves her family. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's a, you know, she's just a low-key lady. So we have a lot in common in that way. Well, um... I, except I can't sing. I can't dance. You can dance. I've seen you dance. Not like Beyonce. All right. <laughs> um, well, I want to talk to you about this Essence magazine here for a second, Aww. if we can. This is a beautiful... beautiful cover. Like that. Talking about your eight years in there. But I specifically... I need to talk to you about this picture, which, when it was released, burned the Internet to the yeah, ground. Yeah, Right there. <laughs> What, uh, it's what do you guys? <laughs> you, you know, we liked you already. You didn't have to release this Obama. photograph. Now, <laughs> no. uh, what, is, what are you guys saying to each other there? How did this moment come about? You know, 
Barack is horrible in photo shoots because, and I hate doing photo shoots with him, so I'm sure right there I was saying, would you just be patient and stop, don't rush the photographer. It's like, yeah, I think we got the shot. Can I go, can I go? And it's like, no, you can't go, just be patient. That was exactly, Barack has two smiles, you know, for a photo. It's like this smile or this smile. <laughs> And he's just sort of like, I think we're done. We have it. And it's like, no, we didn't. These photographers, they've been setting up for hours. He comes in, it's like, I think I can give you five minutes. So I was trying to convince him to just chill out and relax. And so they caught that discussion. <laughs> That's what's happening right there. This is just, chill please, out. please, just one more photograph. And just one just more like, photograph. Really? Oh. Yeah. Who's harder to get to stand for a photograph, your husband or your children? Oh, my husband, without a doubt. I mean, well, yeah, him, yeah, he's, he's tougher. No, uh, I thought you were going to say him or Bo and Sonny. <laughs> well? Him. <laughs> um, now, uh, that smile, that was a pretty good uh, impression of your husband. Do you do an impression of your husband? Oh, we all three of us have good impressions of uh, Barack. I, would you mind sharing a little bit well, of Well, it's usually your... at the dinner table because, you know, and Malia will start it because she usually asks the serious question, well, Dad, tell us about your day. Oh, and what about that conversation on uh, global warming? And Barack, um, Sasha and I are like, oh, God, no, don't get him started. <laughs> He's like, well, no, I'm glad you, I'm glad you asked that. Um, <laughs> let, me just, uh, let me just answer that in three points. <laughs> one, and then 1A, and then 1A and B. And Sasha and I are like, oh. You're because, like, uh, Professor, can I audit this right. lecture? <laughs> because Sasha and I want to talk about our favorite song on Lemonade album. Mm -hmm. That's what we want to talk exactly, about. Exactly. He well, doesn't want to go I there. heard him say, well, I, I heard you say about the president that he leaves the job at the door when he comes into the residential part of the White House. He does. Is that really true? Because I can't leave my job at the door. Yeah, How does he yeah. leave that at the door? You know, at least our time together, because when he first walks in, we have dinner. It's usually dinner time. So mm -hmm. that's the time when, unless Malia asks him about his work, which we try not to have her do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's all about the kids. You know, how are your days? What's going on? What's the latest gossip? He's really into gossip, so you can get him really focused because he doesn't have a life. <laughs> so, no, but he's got the NSA and he can find out what any of us are thinking. <laughs> now, uh, so, being the first lady. Being the first lady, uh, obviously, is a lot of responsibility. It's a great honor at the same time. Do you have any first lady, when you look back on the last eight years, do you have any first lady faux pas? Like, oh, I can't believe that moment. Oh, God, so many of them. They usually involve uh, pronouncing somebody's name wrong. I, I'm so oh, horrible. Oh, you go all around the world. All, oh, God, names are so hard, and I practice, and I try to get, and then I get up there, and I mess it up. You know, even names here in the United States. I mean, kids these days, their names. I mean, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I can tell you, I think I've got it right. I'm looking at the name card, and it's like, no, it's not Terry. It's Terry. And it's just like, oh, man. Mm -hmm. So I'm usually just like, hey, sweetie, how you doing? <laughs> I, I just have given up on that. Yeah, it's, Col it's Colbert. You don't pronounce the T. Just in yeah, case yeah. Well, and then it's not Steve. It's Steven, right? That's you exactly right. Thank I you know. for remembering. I remember that. Nice. I remember That's that. That's very nice of you. Because you're pretty touchy about that. <laughs>
Was there was was there like can you think of like an oh my god moment? I can't believe this is happening. Like there I can't believe so this fun thing that I got to do. So many of them. I mean, uh, sleepover at Buckingham Palace. What? Uh, yeah. What? What? <laughs> what? Did you and the Queen paint each other's toenails or anything like that? Well, no, no. no it, it was uh, when they hosted us for the state dinner. When you're the guest country, you stay at Buckingham Palace. Nice I place. do remember ordering French fries at the palace. It was they were good. Oh. They were some good fries at the palace. Did you guys have French fries at the White House? Uh, yeah, yes, you have everything at the White House. I don't know if you would allow them. I mean, this yes. organic vegetables. Not every, hey, hey, not every day, but you know, some, I love French fries. Too. I am a big French fry fanatic. Mm -hmm. That's why I have to eat vegetables because just to balance it out. To balance it out for sure, it would get ugly. Uh, you said uh, to Oprah, my good friend Oprah, please say <laughs> hi. Um, I will. That uh, that your husband. <laughs> I want to get this right. Uh, you called him. Swagalicious. I did. How is how is swagaliciousness achieved? It's a, it's a it's a person that has a lot of swag. And if you don't know what swag is, Steve, you definitely don't have it. I think I think it's time to go to a commercial. I'll work on my swag. We'll be right back with more First Lady Michelle Obama. to watch and talk about the conventions. There's a little non-convention news out there. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys know this, but it was announced today that Fox News CEO uh, and uh, Jabba the Hutt cosplayer Roger Ailes uh, was accused, he was accused of repeated sexual harassment. Well, today he has resigned as the head of Fox News. No. This resignation is a bit of a shocker. It comes on the heels of a Fox News internal probe Internal probe, of course, is one of the things he was accused of asking for. <laughs> now, I just want to say that although I spent well over a decade making fun of his network and him and the damage I think he did to the world, uh, <laughs> the news of this man losing his job gives me no pleasure. <laughs> hey, Jimmy, could we get the camera off me for just a second, please? If only there were someone I could share this lack of pleasure with. Normally, this time of night, there's no one here. I'm usually just sleeping. What were you guys talking about? Oh, uh, what were we talking about? We were just, you know that uh, Roger Ailes was Sorry. accused of sexual harassment? Don't, I might have read. Something. Okay, yeah, well, uh, today, uh, Roger Ailes stepped down. Um, Jimmy, could you take the camera off of me for a second? 
So, uh, thanks for stopping by. Is this, is this something I, I could help you with? I was actually wondering if I could maybe just, uh, I don't know, talk about the election for a little bit. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. That's great. I'm actually, uh, you know, for me to do it, I was just, I'm kind of used to I'm just going to, I probably need your desk. You want to sit here? I'm going to need the, yeah, the chair. Oh, no, okay, no, I'll sit. Okay. What's what? Okay, that's what's here. It's really nice down here. America! You've got to go look at that. It's been a while since I've been ruined. Actually, John, before you... We've got, we got it. Please. Oh, you've got to do right. this. you got to do this. Yes. Oh, yeah. Thanks. I got you. Can I hold on? Oh. Now you look... We're not... Sure, that's, we're not, that's hair. There you go. That's actually... There you go. There you go. Have a, have, Clip on goes right on the hair. Have a, have a good time. That's all right. Thank you so much. Uh, hello. How are you? Well, the convention's over. Uh, I thought Donald Trump was going to speak. Uh, Ivanka said that he was going to come out. She said he was really compassionate and generous, uh, but then this angry groundhog came out, and uh, <laughs> he just vomited on everybody for an hour. But the Republicans appear to have a very clear plan uh, for America. They've uh, articulated it th throughout the convention. Uh, one, jail your political opponent. Uh, two, <laughs> inject Rudy Giuliani with a speedball and Red Bull enema. And, uh, <laughs> and then three, spend the rest of the time scaring the holy bejesus out of everybody. But I'm not interested in that. I'm actually interested in gymnastics. With the Rio Olympics coming up, I I'm enjoying the gymnastics portion of the program that's about to occur. That will be the contortions that many conservatives will now have to do to embrace Donald J. Trump, <laughs> a man who clearly embodies all the things that they have for years said that they have hated about Barack Obama most inexperienced nominee to ever run for president. One of the most divisive presidents in history. Notoriously thin-skinned. Straightforwardly authoritarian. A raging narcissist who has no grip on reality. Yes, man. A thin-skinned narcissist with no government experience. Yes, that sounds exactly like Barack Obama. <laughs> so now the right-wing media is going to have to spend 24 hours a day, seven days a week, justifying this choice they've made. Can they make the turn? <laughs> they already are. Let's trace their journey through the eyes of one of their most talented gymnasts. Um, uh, his name escapes me. Let's just refer to him as Lumpy. Hey, Lumpy. For instance, here's how Lumpy felt about Barack Obama's divisiveness. This president, the most divisive president in history, scare tactics, class warfare, racial rhetoric, divided along racial lines, rich versus poor, black versus white, old versus young. Cats versus dogs! <laughs> Batman versus Superman! Two. I've been out of the business a while. I don't know what that is, actually. Uh, 
well, if you don't like divisiveness, what about when Trump suggested Mexico is sending us their rapists? If you don't like divisive Perhaps rhetoric. inarticulate, but he did say, you know, some people are good people. He didn't say all Mexicans. Oh, no, you're right. And Cinco de Mayo, we had the Trump Tower Taco Bowl. And that's uh, <laughs> one of the healingest meals on the Trump Tower menu. <laughs> I am not an expert uh, on racial unity. But I do believe that some of our more vaunted historical leaders in that area did retweet white supremacists less than Trump. So I believe, I'm just saying. <laughs> then there was the Obama crony that Lumpy couldn't stand, his old friend Teleprompty. President Obama, he can't read a sentence without a teleprompter. Okay. He sleeps with the darn thing. Yeah. Probably sleeps with the darn thing and then probably doesn't call it the next day because it didn't say so on the teleprompter. <laughs> Lumpy, you're 180, please. We've seen him now give a series of of policy speeches, using a teleprompter, staying on message, really well done for somebody who had never done it before. You hate teleprompters! <laughs> You're saying now teleprompters are for stupid people, and I thought Trump handled it pretty good. <laughs> okay, inexperience aside, divisiveness aside, the worst thing about Barack Obama is his elitism. Barack Obama is anything but mainstream. Sitting in his million-dollar home, claiming to be for the people, we have to wonder how in touch he is with the average American. Take a look at him ordering his burger with a very special condiment. Dijon mustard? I hope you enjoyed that fancy burger, Mr. President. Yeah, you elitist. You probably eat that burger with your mouth. Instead of acting like a real American and having a Magnum fired up your ass like they serve them, like they serve them at Arby's. That's how they serve them, actually, at Arby's. They shoot them right up your ass. <laughs> Meanwhile, here's how Lumpy feels about the guy who sits in a literal golden throne at the top of a golden tower with his name in gold letters at the top of it, eating pizza with a knife and fork. <laughs> how do you feel about that guy? I thought one of the more fascinating descriptions of your dad came from you. You once called him on my show a blue-collar billionaire. That's not a thing. <laughs> you know what? I, please. It is true. Trump does seem like the kind of guy you want to sit down and own a fleet of airplanes with. Look. Oh, that stuff is actually superficial, and I'm sure it's easy for people without ethics or principles to embrace someone who embodies everything that they said they hated about the previous president for the past eight years. Because really for a president, it's about what's inside. And that's where Lumpy and friends, that's where they really have found the president lacking. Who sits in the pews of Jeremiah... Uh, GD America and America's chickens have come home to roost after 9-11. Is, is that a Christian church to you? Say, he says he's a Christian. I'm a Christian. I wouldn't go to Reverend Wright's church. Obama would. <laughs> he's the type of Christian that's, you know, not Christian. <laughs> well, you know what, though? When the Pope said that Trump's talk about immigration was not Christian, surely that gave lumpy pause. Who is the Pope to say that Donald Trump's not a Christian? How can a Pope or anybody... Right. Decide if somebody's a Christian in their heart. Yeah! Who died and made that guy Pope? <laughs> no one, actually, right? Just... Oh, I feel like I just retired. I feel that. So let's just say it for real. Here's where we are. 
Either Lumpy and his friends are lying about being bothered by thin-skinned, authoritarian, less-than-Christian readers of Prompter being president, or they don't care. As long as it's their thin-skinned, prompter, authoritarian, tyrant, narcissist. You just want that person to give you your country back because you feel that you're this country's rightful owners. There's only one problem with that. This country isn't yours. You don't own it. It never was. There is no real America. You don't own it. You don't own patriotism. You don't own Christianity. You sure as hell don't own respect for the bravery and sacrifice of military, police, and firefighters. Trust me. I saw a lot of people. I saw a lot of people on the convention floor in Cleveland with their Blue Lives Matter rhetoric who either remained silent or actively fought against the 9-11 First Responders Bill reauthorization. I see you and I see you. Never been on a television show with stakes before. <laughs> so I see you. You got a problem with those uh, Americans fighting for their place at the table. You got a problem with them because you feel like the, uh, what's Representative Steve King's word for it? Subgroups of Americans are being divisive. Well, if you have a problem with that, take it up with the founders. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. <laughs> Sorry, big up. Respect, Lin-Manuel. Those fighting to be included in the ideal of equality are not being divisive. Those fighting to keep those people out are. So, Lumpy, you and your friends have embraced Donald Trump. Clearly, the C next to your names don't stand for constitutional or conservative, but cravently convenient. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was just cleaning the air horn, John, and it went off. Please enjoy these commercials. John Stewart. John Stewart, everybody. Please welcome Will Ferrell. Being here. Thank you for having me, Stephen. Always a pleasure. So Always great. A pleasure. So great to finally be on the show. Uh, it's great to have you. Hey, yes. did you get a chance to watch the game backstage? The uh, which game? Super Bowl. No. <laughs> no. No. I was. Uh, there was a three-hour Downton Abbey. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Which I'm was so cool. worried about Lady Mary. Oh, and she got caught in a, a giant silver Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> wow. 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 So, hey, can I ask you one quick question? I want to get to I want to get to the movie in just a second. Yeah. Um, I'm curious. I'm curious about your outfit tonight. What that's about? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. These duds. Um, 
You know, I've just noticed your late your late show is kind of new. Yep, right. It is, yeah. And uh, you you don't really have an animal expert yet. Do, do no, you? we don't have one yet. Yeah. We don't have one yet. We're hoping to get one. So... We're hoping to get one. Yeah. I thought I could step in and fill the gap. That'd be, that'd be amazing. Yeah, I thought we were going to talk about Zoolander 2, though. No, not really focused on that right now. It's, uh, it's all about the animals. Okay. Whatever, fact, whatever uh, you want. You're the guest. Whatever you want to do. We've got some of the rarest and most endangered animals in the world. Oh, it's incredible. And I'm very Thank excited you. to share them with you and your audience. Would you like to see the animals? Okay. Great. Thank you, okay. Andrea. Thank you. All right. Andrea. Okay. All right. So, um, what do we have? What do we have here? This is Mulan. And uh, Mulan, easy, 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 mm -hmm. easy, Mulan. Okay. Mulan is well. I wouldn't ooh and ah when you hear about what she is. Okay. She's a short-spined Peruvian mongoose, mm -hmm. and she looks so calm and cuddly, but she can be very aggressive, and it will charge. So please, no sudden movements. Okay. All right. That really. And I could mm -hmm. be wrong. That really looks like a kitty cat. Yeah. Uh, Stephen, who's wearing the vest? You know? That would, that would, okay. That would this be is a highly point. endangered species. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Where I didn't know there were any mongoose in Peru. No, there's just one. This one. <laughs> and I'm, you know why? They're what? just so damn delicious. And, uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But we're hoping to uh, get it into our breeding program. Okay, um, I don't know a lot about animals, but how do you have a breeding program when there's only one of them? Yeah, huh? Well, we're gonna have to cross it with something. <laughs> something cool like a wolverine or, or uh, possibly a dirt bike. So, yeah. So was it, was it fun working on the movie? With, uh, uh, was Ben, is Ben back? Which movie? Zoolander? Oh no, haven't seen it. Okay. Haven't seen it. Okay. This is Kayak. This is a Mongolian bush tiger. And, uh, and you, can, uh, you can tell it's a boy. Well, you what know, is, you what is the indicator? He's got a huge strip sack. Can you say that? Okay. We can say that. We can say that. Okay, yep. And uh, he's just a year old, believe it or not. Uh, he's going to grow to be 11 feet long. He's going to weigh over 600 pounds. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh -huh. And the uh, Mongolian tiger could take down a full-grown moose. Really? <laughs> I was not aware that there were moose in uh, Mongolia. No, in my backyard. Yeah. I shipped in a couple moose to see if they could do it, and I won a whole lot of money. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Can I ask you something? Why do you have a gun? Oh, if, if the bush tiger escapes this one, I got to take it down. Is that dangerous? Yeah. Well, yeah. it's the last one in existence, so... Really? There's only one of these two? There's only two? one of these two. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it's got nothing to lose. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So it's a desperate, it's a desperate it's a animal. It's a desperate, oh, okay. desperate animal. Okay. Ready to rip your face off. All right. Um, what? Who do we have here? Okay. Okay. Um, there we go. Thank you, Andrea. All right. Thank get you. the wings. Okay, get the wings. Okay. Okay. Let me ask you, was it fun to, like, inhabit the character again? Um, got uh, yeah, to? yeah, it was a lot of fun, yeah. Um, so. And what's this, uh, what's this fella? Well, I'm sure you've heard of a duck-billed platypus, right? 
I have. They have uh, the bill of a yeah. duck and the webbed feet of a duck. This is a duck-bodied platypus. <laughs> really? Are they? Yeah. This, let me ask this, you, Will. Let yeah. me guess. Are they rare? No, they're so rare. This only one left right here. Where did you get? Where did you yeah, get this, this fellow? This platypus has the has the, uh, the duck bill and the duck feet and and also the duck body. And I got this yes. one. I got this one down in Chinatown. And I won him off a rooster playing tic tac toe. Okay, okay. Yeah. And what's his name? His name? Yeah. Cilantro. <laughs> that's not. Are you sure that's his name? That's not a. That's not a garnish or something. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's cilantro. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, Dave. I got Thank you. It. Okay. These are your helpers. Uh, yeah, Do they Duke come with you too? Andrea, they go, they travel the world with me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. Now, uh, w w what is that? <laughs> Haven't you ever seen a chicken before? Okay. Why do you have a chicken here? Oh, uh, we're feeding this chicken to the next animal right here. Okay. So, would you put on those protective glasses, actually? I have to put on glasses? Yeah. Okay. All right. We're going to feed. Okay. The okay. chicken to this Upper Nile skull badger. You're gonna you're gonna feed the chicken to the thing. This this badger is going to eat that chicken. Go ahead. Go ahead. Did you already feed him backstage? I'm sorry, I told sir. you not to. Why do I have to wear the goggles? Well, for? given half a chance, this thing will burrow through your eye socket and nest in your brain. Yeah. Really? Yeah. They lay eggs in your brain pan. And when they hatch, they eat their way out through your mouth and scream for you. Because they've eaten your tongue? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Well. <laughs> what's his name? His name? Peyton Manning. Will Ferrell, Zoolander 2, opens February 12th. Peyton Manning, everybody. We'll be right back with Keith Peel. My guests are a wildly popular K-pop group who announced their first U.S. tour today and are making their American television debut tonight. Please welcome... Blackpink. Okay, I'm fucked. So I'm 
Blackpink, everybody. We'll be right back.